Beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord, last night's gospel, I was reflecting on, on Jesus and the profound mystery that he, he did for us, that becoming man and then bringing about forgiveness. Throughout the course of the gospel, his emphasis is on forgiveness. And I was laying in bed last night thinking about forgiveness and how it is, as I wrote in my thesis for school, you know, the innate need of man. We, we, we need it. We need it. We desperately need it. And I'm thinking to myself, how do you express this? How do you try to articulate this need? And clear as a bell, it says, look at the cross. Look at the cross. That's what forgiveness looks like. As I'm thinking to myself, that the forgiveness is that ultimate giving of self, not holding anything back for the other. I think, well, how, how do you get there? Right? How do you get there? There's only one way. There's only one way. And we get there through humility. Again, we go back to the cross, and we see extreme humility that brought about our forgiveness. You know, if we walk a path of true humility, as Micah says, that I often quote, you know, love kindly, do justice, and walk humbly with your God. If we really did that, the depth of our being enriched by the sacraments would increase manifold, in the amount, we would be so much more capable of receiving the gifts that the sacraments have to convey to us, those healing powers, the forgiveness that a call comes about. But we want to keep controlling things. We want to tell God how we want it all to play out. And humility takes all that off the table. Humility is standing before our Lord in the cross and saying, this is where I am. This is the, what's happened, how I messed up, and how I want you. I listened to the Mountains Gospel this morning. It was about Jesus' resurrection. And I sure pray, all of you, I wish the church would have made it an obligation that Mountains was required because you would have learned, you'd learned so much from it. In a divine liturgy, we only get bits and pieces of what the church is trying to teach us, but at mountains, we hear it all. And we were found ourselves this morning in the upper room. And Jesus appeared to the eleven and said, Peace be them. And they were just, as it said, incredulous with sure joy, our translation we have. Imagine that. You were with somebody for three years. You saw them die. You saw where they buried him. Three days went by, and suddenly he's there. You can't wrap your mind around it because it's beyond that. But imagine the joy you have of that sure presence. It is humility that makes that presence available to us or our awareness of it, I should say. Jesus manifests forgiveness in today's gospel 
to show the scribes and teach the people that he is God. Yet he has the power to forgive sins because of who he is. And he would continue to talk about forgiveness through the course, to the point of rising to the cross and forgiving us all. But for us to accept that forgiveness and truly be healed, to truly experience that deep love that is waiting for us, it requires us to walk through it in humility. So during the course of the rest of this fast, let us reflect on how we can set aside our pride, our wants, and our, how we want God to, to carry everything out. And trust in Him. Because humility requires absolute trust. It means giving yourself completely to God. Can you do that? Can you give yourself completely to Him? and not try to control anything yourself, your wants, your fears, your anxieties? Can you really do that? No, we need God's grace for that. But humility is the pathway through that and to it. So as we continue on this divine liturgy, and I can already tell my voice is starting to break, let us walk the humility, this path of the liturgy in humility with that same joy, that same awestruckness that the apostles had in the upper room that we heard about at Mountains this morning. Because we find ourselves in the upper room today. We're gathered. We're the descendants of the apostles. We have learned from them. They are the eyewitnesses. And we trust their word. But to really enter into it requires extreme humility. No wonder the monks in the desert, when you read about them, their lives, when they talk about, give me a word, Father, a word of life is what you're referring to. Most often, it's about, the most often word is humility. Because through humility, there is repentance. And with humility, there is forgiveness. And with humility, there is resurrection. And with humility, there is the kingdom. Because Christ is humility. And if we bind ourselves to him, we shall be as he is.